Unreal. But it is episode 23. <laughs> it's not as fun for Lauren listening from the outside. No, if you can't hear the music, we kind of really look, just look really dumb. <laughs> What's that? There you go. You don't have to live. You're living it. You're right, you're right in the thick of it right now. She also can't snap her fingers, so we're having so much fun that she can get in on. <laughs> Episode 23, Garage Party Podcast. Streaming, not live, I remember this time. Streaming on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Google Podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, essentially. I should just cut that down. Just be like, all right, anywhere you get your podcast. Yep, all platforms. You, you could find us. We're on there. Yeah. One piece? What do you got? Then T-Nice. Absolutely. Hit me up. Shot another one like a rocket. (laughs) No, that's all right. I mean, Mel licked his couch, but like whatever. I went to high school with this kid who offered me a piece of gum once, and does like he hands it to you, and then I realized that he was storing his chewed pieces in these, and giving that to people. No, 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 no. Like after he chewed it, like me taking it out and putting it in this. That's not what you just did to me, is it? (laughs) <laughs> you you bit through your hard shell I did. part. Yeah. I didn't hand you chewed gum that was wet. Did he gross. hand you chewed gum? No. But it was next to... Oh, yeah. No, no. I don't want anything that's even in the area. Like, he really thought that's what it was for. Yeah, no. That kid's got to catch a beating. Like, he thought those things are for when you're done with it, you put it back in there. Do you think it's inappropriate to chew gum while on the air? It, it is kind of... It's annoying, right? All right, put it back. In <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, it's a good thing it's there. No, I'm not putting it back. No, it's very loud in the earphones. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> we didn't think about that. Today, sorry. our special guest, a mountain lion. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 23. Episode 23, big line. time. All right. All right, I'm going to stick this over here. What are we talking about, Billy? We like, Mike to just, Tyson. We, we like to just wing it here at the Garage Party Podcast. We don't really like have an agenda. We don't have a script. We don't have a rundown. Mike Tyson. We just come. Oh, God. Do you really <laughs> want to get me going on this? I wanted more to get into Jake Paul calling out Conor McGregor. Yeah, well, he's an idiot. He's a moron. He's an idiot. Absolutely. What, what more insane. can you say? He's an idiot. But very smart. And he's going to get his ass beat. Of course he's smart. <laughs> very smart. Of course he's smart. He just called out one of the biggest fighters in the world. But if you're Conor McGregor, why on earth would you take that fight? I feel like both why? of them can fight tomorrow. Why? Like, Jake didn't take any damage from Nate Robinson. And Conor... Are we seriously sitting here debating the damage that Jake Paul took in a Nate Robinson fight? Because he may have an opportunity I thought to Nate Robinson Conor was McGregor? Be way better. How are we even entertaining this as a real thing? I thought Nate Robinson was going to do a lot better than he did. Why? Because he's why? a very good athlete. Is he? He's really small. That can jump really high. What other what other have you seen from him that he was a, he was a star great NBA point guard? Star is taking it way too far. He was a good he NBA made an point team. guard. I don't know if he did. I think his he run with the Bulls in the playoffs, he played very well, <sighs> and he stood out athletically. He's a good NBA point guard. He is not a star. Okay, so Derek you're Rose saying was he's a not star. a Magic star Johnson basketball star. player, but he's a freak athletically for his size and and stature. 
Yeah, I think he, it's impressive that he's been so successful with his size. It's almost kind of like Muggsy Bogues-ish, not quite he's there. very athletic. I think he even has a couple inches on Muggsy, but I wouldn't go as far as to call him a star. And I certainly wouldn't have thought that he was going to do more than he did in this fight. Nate Robinson is not a fighter. He's an NBA player. And if you think but, that he's been um, training as a fighter for the last couple months I guess I really help, hard. I held the athleticism you're fooling to yourself. get to the NBA on a pedestal. But he was right. also a collegiate football player, too. So, like, I, you know, he's he's an athlete. Okay. I'm going to throw a little wrinkle in there here. I don't think there's a sport out there that correlates less with boxing than basketball. There is nothing athletically there's that a, you do in basketball a lot of that you footwork. need in boxing. No, but you have to be coachable and things like that. Coachable. So coachable? What does that mean? To make it to the NBA? You have a trainer. He tells you what to do. Yeah. That's Anybody so you have to be, be able coachable. to learn. No, not anyone's coachable. Believe I mean, me, you know, I know a lot of people who are not. We're coachable. talking about some athletes and whatnot who you know have had issues in the past with coaches and taking orders. Whatever, yeah, that's fine. But basketball does not say take okay, on he's going to be learn, a really good fighter. To take on and learn another sport, you have to be able to, you know, adapt and take in these new skills. What other sport has he taken on other than basketball? I'm saying you have to be a coachable athlete to take the training from, I think it was, was it, uh, no, he was fighting. He was training with Shane Mosley. Yeah, but I'm, I'm still not understanding what you're saying. You're saying that because no, he I'm was saying not anyone can just learn how to box. He clearly, he couldn't, he didn't, <laughs> clearly he could not. but I, I thought that was something that he Silly. may be good at. Would you have bet on him to win? I thought he was going to win. I thought it was going to be like a slugfest. Like I thought it was decision. embarrassing. I really did. I thought that night from start to finish was embarrassing, to be honest with you. That whole thing was just garbage. Hot the, garbage. Uh, the two fights beforehand were actually very good. Yeah, those were actual boxers, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was good. Yeah. Good fights. But compared to the UFC card going on simultaneously, it's not even close. Not the main <laughs> event of the UFC card was over in 90 seconds, and it's it was more entertaining than the three hours that I watched that boxing match. But Jake Paul against Conor McGregor. I'm not going to even give you the opportunity to debate this. I want or, it to happen or to, or to talk about it. No, I, I don't want it to happen. I want it to happen. No, I don't. So badly. Why? Because I want to see Jake Paul get starched in Why? nine seconds. All right. Take yourself out of Billy's shoes, right? Take Billy's shoes off. Take them off. He's not wearing any. any. <laughs> All right. So he's, he's, he's ready. He's halfway there. Take Billy's shoes off. Put your Conor McGregor shoes on. Why are you taking this fight? Why? You're basically beating up a civilian. Yeah, you you're beating yeah. up a civilian. Yeah, and for what? People already know you're great. What are, what more are you going to gain from beating up Jake Paul? I think it, the it best would just thing be that fun. can come out of that fight is that Jake Paul wins. I think it'd be fun. No, funny. Why, if you're Conor McGregor, you're not advancing your legacy. It's pros by versus Joe. Some things need to be done to shut people up. All right, so give me another celebrity to go in against Jake Paul that will shut him up. Nobody. Jake Paul is not a fighter. I don't care to see Jake Paul fight. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He landed a, a big punch on Nate Robinson. <laughs> I can't. I mean, this sentence is just wild. He landed a big punch on Nate Robinson well, he and he was knocked him out. Way and better is now, at boxing. He wasn't is, also. He also is not that good. Nate is now gone from that entire community, ostracized, lost every ounce of street cred that he ever had. Gone. And Not you know gone. why? Because of a gimmick fight. It cost him everything. Not gone at all. Immortalized as a meme. 
That's right. Not a good one. So definitely not gone. It's like the crying Jordan face. You think Michael gets tired of seeing that everywhere on Twitter every day? Probably. Now, we'll, you know, for the next 30 years, we're going to be looking at Nate Robinson laying he on the ground. can cry at it over it with his six rings, all his jewelry. Yeah, Nate cannot. Nate cannot. No. These things are so ridiculous, and I don't understand how you could – all right, well, I haven't even gotten into your, your opinion on the Tyson-Jones fight. But with Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, I don't understand how if you're watching that fight, you're like, yeah, Nate should win this or Jake should win this. We don't going know any in, of them as, as fighters. Going in, but when he – when when the bell rung, uh, he looked completely unathre- unathletic, uncoordinated, and like he didn't belong there. But Jake did We're, not look like he was a all star boxer. No, but he was much more composed and had much cleaner technique than Nate, and it wasn't even close. That's not really saying much. Well, comparatively. Nate is the floor, and Jake Paul can actually. I, I think, just want to like make sure that you see what's happening. I think here. Jake Paul can beat a lot of other celebrities. Who? And Nate, why? Go ahead, n- name because he can actually box better than mo- better than the average. What I'm person. saying, I'm not saying that he can't. I'm saying it doesn't matter. I'm saying who cares? And I'm saying Jake Paul is one of the smartest guys out there by calling out Conor McGregor. He knows he can't win. He knows that if he's Ben Askren and Dylan Dennis. He knows that if he stepped in with somebody who was cut from UFC, if he stepped in the ring with one of those guys, he would get destroyed, and he would get destroyed in under a minute. I would bank every dollar I have on it. Oh well, MMA is a whole another can of worms, but straight boxing. I'm assuming that he's challenging Connor to just a boxing fight, almost like Floyd and Connor, which is Connor's biggest strength. But either way, it's not going to make a difference. He's not beating anybody else. He may beat a couple celebrities. I think he'll he beat beats a lot Nate of Robinson. Yeah. Maybe he beats. You think he's beating Bradley Cooper? Yeah. No. No. What? What about Bradley? You you deemed that, Nate Bra- Robinson? Bradley, yeah. Abysmal, but Bradley Cooper. I've seen Nate Robinson be abysmal. <laughs> you name me one role where Bradley <laughs> Cooper never, hasn't been. <laughs> he's not a hasn't boxer. Been great. He's not a boxer. Neither is Jake Paul. Like, I don't think Jake Paul You put Jake Paul in there with somebody who can actually move around a little bit? Yeah, like, if he goes in there with, like, Marky Mark. You might be underestimating how low I'm setting the bar for Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson was embarrassingly bad. Nate Robinson almost looked like... You're saying that after the fact. Yeah, well, of course. But When am I going to say it? I don't know Nate Robinson in the box before that. Going into it, you thought he might be athletic? (laughs) You thought he might be able to throw a jab? Not in a boxing ring. First of all, boxing... Athleticism in boxing is overrated. It's overrated. I I don't think so. He looked completely uncoordinated. Think about the NFL Combine. How many of those skills at the NFL Combine do you use in a boxing match? You don't run. You don't run. You don't lift. No, but it shows explosiveness. Shows explosiveness. What do you need explosiveness for? And you're trapped in a ring. Where are you going? You just have to be quick on your feet. You gotta be able to move around. Take a punch. Yeah, which are things that the Combine. What are things that we've seen from Nate Robinson that suggest that he could do any of those things? I mean, he's a pro athlete. You think he can learn those things and train them like an actual pro so athlete? If I said someone, to you, someone who's been about the pro athlete life, who knows what it's like to train and right. get a nutritionist and train. And, so if uh, I said to you, your body. So if I said to you, the proper t- way. Tomorrow, the New York Rangers are signing Nate Robinson to a contract. You're telling me because he's an athlete, he's going to pick it up and he's going to be good in the NHL? 
it depends. Is it like a Tebow type deal where he's no, going to go like a developmental league? He's no, gonna, he's going to get he's, starched he's on the ice. He's got to play like 15, 20 minutes a game. Well, he better hope no one wants to drop the mitts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Nate Robinson just got signed to the Mets. What's he hitting this year? 90. Oh, 90? Yeah. That's, I think, being generous. Athleticism does not necessarily transmit to other sports. You're giving him way, way too much credit for being an athlete. There's but a lot of athletes. It doesn't not, mean they're good in, outside not, of He's not sport. going to that sport against another pro of that sport. Who do you consider the greatest he's athlete of all time? He's going to that sport second greatest athlete? No, no, no. The, sec- the greatest athlete of all time. Greatest? Who do you consider? Uh, probably LeBron. Okay. Second greatest. Like athletically? Mm-hmm. I think Michael Phelps is up there for me. I'll just throw that out there. He's oh, great. like most accomplished. Not even. Just athletically, physically. LeBron, definitely. I think Phelps. Phelps in his field, but I, I don't. I can't see him. He looks very goofy. I can't see him out of a pool dribbling a basketball. You see LeBron on the ice in hockey? He could probably pick it up really well, yeah. Outside of LeBron. LeBron what, is coordinated. Outside of LeBron, what athlete do you think can trans, transfer over to another sport and be successful? Like, athletically, think I think of one of the three that we've seen. It's Odell and Beckham. Even, but think of the three that there's been, and we haven't even seen them. Odell Beckham, Ocho Cinco, those type of guys. Right. No, no, no. Please. Ocho Cinco. He was also went pro soccer, yeah. Please. Nobody cares about that. Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders. Those are the two. And they were both prior to our lifetime. And there's a reason that those two are so revered. And it's because well, it's so impossible. Jordan was a two-sporter also. Yeah, again. I don't I don't even think Michael wants to talk about that anymore. That was a disaster. He was going to make the, the, so- the White Sox. No, he wasn't. That was a nightmare from the get-go. He was going to make the White Sox if it... If he kept but because going. he was Michael Jordan and they wanted to sell tickets, not no, because he of his, started, uh, his he ability. No, started, he started hitting. Mm, I don't know. I just don't think that you can transfer over being athletically at – being athletic at basketball doesn't transfer over to being athletic at anything else, much less boxing. I don't think boxing – there's no sport that I would say, okay, right, he's good at this, he might be good at boxing. But what I'm saying is like not, it's not like he was going against Canelo Alvarez. He was going against a YouTuber – yeah, listen. I put the bar very low for both of them. I didn't expect anything out of either one of them. So I'm saying, athletic athleticism was the thing that I thought was on his side. Not the case. So now I mean, he's are, still so an athlete. Are you like blown away by the athleticism now of Jake Paul? No, he's not athletic. He's not. Well, he's got to be somewhat athletic. But Does he's he? Not an athlete. Does he? He's not a pro athlete. Tell me that there wasn't a person. He's not that a pro boxer. I don't think Nate Robinson literally looked like he got pulled off the off the strip in Las Vegas before this fight and was like, "Yo, you want to fight Jake?" That Paul? or he didn't put as much time into it because he was o- overestimating himself. Did he have actual aspirations of becoming a real fighter? No, I think he just wanted to beat the shit out of the guy who was tweeting him every day. He just wanted to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, better luck next time, I guess. Uh, you think he ever steps in the ring again? I think he's done. Yeah, I think uh have we heard from Nate since this little debacle? I don't know. Let's look on Twitter. I don't I don't think that we've actually like are we sure that he's even like still in America? He might have like dipped. He might have just been like I, I can't handle this. I'm I'm out. I gotta go like lay low for a year or so, wait for this to pass over. And then I'll uh I'll come back and hopefully nobody notices me. Which is quite possible because he's four foot six. Also, let's talk about how we had a Washington Russian. <laughs> yeah, 
We did have to watch it in Russian. I asked Billy. Billy is always touting to me how he has these great streams where he can watch everything, and I'm always like, eh, you know what? Just use my login. Just use my, you know. He's like, no, no, I got streams. I got streams. So I asked him for a stream on the night of the fight. I don't even know why I wanted to watch this. It was it was almost just like curiosity, but it's 100 percent curious. It's curiosity. just curiosity. That's all it was. I really and there was never a chance I was going to pay for this. There was not a shot that was ever going to happen. So I asked Billy. I said, listen, do you have a stream can that you could send me? He goes, absolutely. Sends it over. I'm watching this Vladimir Putin's comment commenting on the on the <laughs> fight. That's what I'm watching here. It was it was like watching uh, the 1980 U.S. versus the Russians uh, Olympic hockey game from the Russian standpoint. All Nate Robinson's he broke radio, radio silence to thank his supporters. Oh, that was it. nice. The old thank you supporters. That's <laughs> that's the thing that you say right before you disappear for a really long time. Nate Robinson's about to go into the witness protection program. He's gonna be like Henry Hill for the next couple. He of should months. stay off the internet. I told you, I think he needs to disappear. He needs to go and like lay low in like Sri Lanka or Bora Bora, perhaps. I hear it's lovely this time of year. Yeah. Same Maybe he can afford Arkadelphia. it. Maybe he, Arkadelphia. You think anybody that may notice? be the spot for him. You think anybody to notice him That's in Arkadelphia? That's the spot for him, yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah, uh, now I want to get your opinion on the Tyson Jones fight because I feel like this is going to be uh, ours. We're going to be differing on this because based off what you wrote to me, you and also what just you don't like Paul, boxing, but. You're right. You're absolutely so right. So that's. I think that's a big portion of it. No. No, because I've enjoyed boxing matches in the past. Had nothing to do with it. Like a Fury Wilder or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I would enjoy that. Yeah. I want you to sit here and explain to me what about that was enjoyable for you. Outside of just getting to see these two colossal giants of the sport go at it. What about other than to that? To see the way Tyson moved and the way uh, Roy Jones reacted to the very first couple shots that Tyson landed. You know, because I did not respond well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Jones looked very confident at first, and then a couple body shots in, and he was really hurt. And yeah. I think that well, I, that's impressive for me. The way Tyson was moving, and uh, you know, the shape he was in, you could tell they both worked really hard. Tyson has been doing. I think he's been training for like two years for mm -hmm. this, just to take a fight. So what you just explained to me was entertaining for about 45 seconds, right? Because we saw, like, that athleticism and that pop. It wasn't a long fight, in, like, though. The so. Eight two-minute rounds. Yeah, it's very short. And to be fair to these two gentlemen and these two boxing legends, to be fair to them... If you clicked one of the other links I, I sent you, it was Snoop Dogg commenting. Kidding. Yeah, well, I didn't so, get that. Yeah. I, I got Putin. But <laughs> aside from, uh, huh. you know, out like, to be fair to these two... They were set up for failure to begin with because the rules for this fight were just – they took any kind of joy that you might have had in this and shredded it. Shredded it. The rules stated eight two-minute rounds, whatever. I, that was the one I didn't even have the, the problem with. You can't hit in the face. How is that? That's not boxing. They were hitting in the face. They no, just, they weren't. They couldn't. Tyson was landing nothing but body shots. Roy Jones Jr. That's always been his thing. The other thing was uh, the for any time somebody's but cut. You can hit in the face because uh, Roy Jones hit him with a couple jabs to the face. Yeah, nothing crazy. Uh, anytime somebody was cut, the fight was over. Over. Ha That's not boxing. So this fight was really deemed a failure There's, for me right from the get-go. They're borderline senior, senior citizens. Right. Then don't take the fight. And don't charge people 80 bucks to watch it. Well, I, I didn't see the final numbers. I didn't see how they I did on this. I definitely wouldn't pay eighty dollars. No, I, I didn't all see my, how they did. Money all my wise. streaming sites were crashing, so that shows you that everyone was watching it. Doesn't yeah, but that that doesn't count towards them. I'm saying it shows you that get, everyone was watching illegally yeah, and they, not buying it. 
Nationals. Because why would anybody spend their money to watch this? I'm sure we could pull up the numbers too. Yeah, I want to. I want to know how they did. Like, what were their final tallies? Because I don't think it's going to be good. Like you said, everybody I think was illegally streaming it. So how could they have possibly done well? 1.2 million pay-per-view buzz. They cracked a million on this. It's still very big. Everyone's talking about it. So think about how many people actually went and spent the money. No, nah, I think people are talking about it because now you're seeing the highlights all over the place. I don't know how many people actually watched it live. I mean, I was on Twitter and it was so many tweets just talking about it. 1.2 million pay-per-view buys? That's bigger than majority of UFC events ever. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like you said, these two senior citizens going at it where they the rules are they're one hand tied behind their back. So I don't understand why anybody would think that this was going to be like an entertaining fight. I just don't understand. And it wasn't. I don't like I was not entertained by this in any way shape or form. There was nothing about this where I said, "Okay, I'm like fully in on this." I'm trying to count how many uh UFC events have gone seven <laughs> figures. I don't think it's many, right? Connor always draws a mill. And Connor always bring a mill in? Yeah. Like clockwork. Yeah. Connor can bring a mill in. No problem. But other than that, you're not getting a lot of million pay per view buys on. Uh... So 17. 17 pay per views? Of the 255? 256? What are they up to? 256? Uh, two fifty six. Yes, happened already. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no, seven, no, no. Seven, I think they're we're waiting on. Okay, 56. so two hundred fifty five of those seventeen have gone seven figures. It's unbelievable. So this did really well in like the grand scheme, numbers wise. Yeah. Now for boxing, and then well? and then all the illegal streams. Because what is a like Wilder Fury? What does that do? Wilder Fury. How many pay per view buys is that bringing in? Got to be. I know, like, Mayweather is a seven-figure guy, too, but uh, Wilder Yeah, Fury. see, but Mayweather is also not entertaining to me. I don't know. You obviously are going to feel differently because you're a boxing guy. I'm not entertained by Mayweather. I feel like you're literally just watching a guy dance around the ring, not get hit, not hit, and at the end of the it's round, they have no choice but to give him the win because he, he to never admire, got touched. You have to admire boxing to admire Floyd yeah. Mayweather. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe I just don't admire boxing. Never been my sport. UFC, however... Mm. Take me away. Uh, the first Wilder Fury was seven figures on the nose. So it could have okay. been a little on there. It could have been a little over. And let's look at the second one, 1. 1.2. 1.2 So both seven-figure buys. Okay. Seven. But I I doubt since then they've had a triple uh, – a seven-figure buy fight. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, – Triple G or something like that, but yeah. All right, so now for you, what's next for Jake Paul? Don't say Conor McGregor. Dylan Dennis, that's Conor's jujitsu coach. Who's it? He's also calling out. He just wants to go after everybody who's associated with Conor. Well, Dylan Dennis started the uh, the dialogue there. All right, he's the guy that could be. So he's challenging him to a boxing match or a jujitsu. I think it's to a boxing fight because uh, no one would challenge Dylan Dennis to a jujitsu fight. I'm not he's two and zero in MMA. I, th- I just think Jake Paul's a really good businessman. He knows what he's doing. That's what it comes down to. I mean, if he gets in the ring 
with Conor McGregor. I think it would be ridiculous. <laughs> it's so crazy. And if you're Conor McGregor, I don't know why you would ever take that fight. It's so crazy. What are you doing? You j- you're beating up a civilian. They're both – it's it's definitely just for clout because his brother Logan is calling out Floyd May- Mayweather right now. Yeah, of course. Why not? <laughs> call out anybody you want. Who can You can call him out. I mean, you're going to fight him. Call him out. What? It's it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. You know, what do you got to lose? But they're smart. It what gets, happens? It gets, them on, the it gets them on the Garage Party podcast for the first 24 minutes of it. Yeah. I mean, listen, this was not. This would not have been how I would have been like, all right, we got to talk about Jake Paul. I do not care about Jake Paul in any way, shape, or form. In well, fact, before this fight, I had only heard of Jake Paul as a YouTube guy. I have never, and I swear to God, I may be in the rarity, I have never seen a Jake Paul clip on YouTube, ever. I've um, never seeked one out. I Maybe I came across him I've, on Twitter. I've seen more of his brother's stuff than his. Okay. But have you? Do you know Jake Paul? Do like you follow his stuff? Do you know? I definitely don't follow him. Um, I listen to his brother's podcast. Also, can you explain to me then what do they do? So they he does like a vlog. He's a YouTuber. Okay. What do they talk about? Uh, like just whatever they're doing. And this is how he got to a level where he was a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those. All right. Yeah, listen, I respect it. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're able to pull that off, more power to you. Like, absolutely. If you can do it, you go channel that market and make it yours. His brother, all for it. Impulsive, Logan's podcast, is one of the biggest podcasts. Like, numbers-wise, it's one of the biggest out there. Okay. Listen, I, I'm not questioning whether or not he's a very good businessman. Clearly, he is. But to step in the ring with Conor McGregor, <laughs> you're insane. clearly a little deranged. And it's it, insane. If I'm Conor McGregor... I tweeted I'm, the other day that he has CTE. Two fights in to his career. He certainly didn't get that from Nate. Nope. Certainly did not get that from Nate. I mean, could you imagine Conor McGregor going from Dustin Poirier to Jake Paul? you imagine that? See, the thing is, a lot of people don't even know who Dustin Poirier is. If you're a fan of MMA, you know exactly who he is, and that's who you want to see him fight. I don't think anybody wants to see Conor beat fight Jake Paul. Except me. All right. You want to see this. If Conor McGregor woke up tomorrow morning. Sometimes things just have to be addressed. Not really. We know how it's going to go. So, like, I want to bring back, like, celebrity boxing. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Clearly, there's a market for it. 1.2 million pay-per-view buys. Why don't we do that? We should get in on that business. I'm, I'm for it. You gotta find celebrities who want to fight each we other. We need to uh, up our Rolodex a little bit. Yeah, who do we got in the Rolodex right now? Who's gonna fight? It's gonna be uh, Speedy Claxton. Speedy Claxton versus uh, not Mariano Rivera after you groped him. No, no, I would never put Mariano in that position. Never. You think he could throw a jab? Mariano stays untouched. anybody Anybody messes with Mariano, they gotta go through. Give me first. like your celebrity hierarchy of who you can think can fight. Who I think would be a good celebrity boxer or MMA fighter? Like, give me three guys that you want to see fight, not each other, but just fight. Just in fight general. in general. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see. Hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's there's a lot. I think I would like to see. Um, well, like I said before, I'd like to see Bradley Cooper step in the ring. Okay. Mostly because he could, you know. Step in anything, and I would watch it. Okay. Um, <laughs> what else? Can we include women? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's, uh, in, it's encouraged. 
right. It's encouraged. Um, I feel like, and I may be wrong on this because I, I know he's very short. Cardi B. Uh-huh. You want to see Cardi B, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me you want to see Cardi B. Huh? Uh, Cardi B versus Megan Thee Stallion? They're friends, no? Who cares? Celebrity boxing. That's the point. Okay. Do anything for a million bucks. Sure. Right? So Cardi B gets in the ring with Megan Stallion. She's got to take off the Does long she have, nails, though. She's got, she probably has. No. Her those, and Nikki. Are, her and Nikki. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I knew one. she had a rival with somebody. She, yeah, she has some sort of beef with her, right? They, yeah, who knows? So, all right. <laughs> gonna need a bigger How many ring. buys is that? Uh, <laughs> That's a lot of buys. I think that that's like a. So, like a that's a 1.3 or. Mm, you don't think it's two, two mil? No, you're going to lose the whole middle of this country. But like Nobody the, in Texas mm, wants to watch that. Nobody in Arkansas is tuning in to watch that. Yeah, but think like all of what's Cal- the, all what's of California, New York, and like Philadelphia, and Chicago. <laughs> what's they'll the all population tune in. of the Bronx. But you're not. Gonna <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. All right. So we got Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj at the Bronx <laughs> Civic Center. <laughs> One point four million in the Bronx. <laughs> uh, so you know, she's got to take off two point two million in Queens. She's got to take two point six million in Brooklyn. Okay. It's a lot of views. Not to mention Chicago, Philly, Atlanta, yeah, Cali. Mm-hmm. All people who Miami. would love to watch them. Miami's a big one. <laughs> Miami may end up being our biggest, <laughs> our biggest uh, revenue right there. Yeah, that's actually a good one right there. I think that that's uh, good job by you, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. They got to take off the long nails though. You can't fight with those. Supersonic. And then I have another one: Justin Bieber Ed Sheeran. Ooh, ooh. Put my money on Ed. Yeah, yeah. He's in no. good shape. I always see him working out. No, stuff. but my, Bieber, I changed my mind. Bieber, my, uh, my Bieber trains Bieber. boxing. He's he's friends with uh, Mayweather. My money's on Bieber. First of all, Bieber's from Canada, and I know he's a big hockey guy, so I think he's probably dropped the gloves in the past. Secondly, I just think Ed Sheeran's too nice. He's just such a nice guy. Maybe. Have you ever seen Ed Sheeran he's get angry? That, he's got that Irish fire. That can come out at any if moment. If he's got the Irish temper, maybe. No soul, ginger. He's going to need that Irish temper to come out and really shine because I, I just think his personality is just too la-di-da. I mean, he's going to be loving you till you're 70. That's a seven-figure, though. Huh? That's a seven-figure buy. Yeah, it's a seven-figure buy. Bieber, Bieber Sheeran's a big one. I may be wrong on this. I, he's who's, re- who's your matchup for Bradley? Who I would want to see Bradley take on? Probably Leo. <laughs> That's a seven-figure <laughs> buy. <laughs> Bradley Leo? I mean, right. just, for, just for, like, the names alone, you're going to get, like, seven figures. Right? Yeah. Got to imagine you're going to get at least seven figures out of a Bradley Leo. Just think of the poster. Bradley on one side, Leo on the other. Their faces interlocked. On the same card, you got to put, like... You're also going to get every woman in the country is going to buy that. Every one of them. A thousand percent. So, you know, you're going to have that. Toby Maguire as his uh, cut man. Not bad. Should he, like, have the pussy posse as his corner? So you got to get Elijah well, Wood in there. part of him, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got to get Elijah Wood. You got to get uh, Toby Maguire. You got to get the guy from Entourage. Which one's that? A uh, little short guy. E. E? Mm-hmm. Got to get him. Um. Yeah. Who would be in Bradley's? Clint Eastwood. De Niro. <laughs> uh, I know him and Clint Eastwood have worked together a bunch. I don't know if Eastwood's in any position to be a cut man at this stage of his I life. I mean, he was in Million, Do- Million Dollar Baby. 
Yeah, and it didn't work out. Well, great. <laughs> Not a good cut. <laughs> it didn't work Those out. Too damn good. stools. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you want Eastwood in your corner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Track record. <laughs> it did not work out too great for old Hillary. Uh, <laughs> women, I I love the the idea of the Cardi B Megan Thee Stallion or the Nicki Minaj. I think that's a great. That's just that's got like. What about an intergender fight? Ooh, not bad. Who who's she fighting though? She said J Lo. Do you have any rivalries with people? J Lo. Yeah. J Lo versus Shakira. That's like a three million buy. Yeah, that's one point four million. The Bronx are. Uh, <laughs> she's got, yeah, yeah, we got them as locked down. She's Jenny from the Block. Jenny from the Block versus Shakira. It's <laughs> definitely got some Latin flavor what to it. What about like a, a Taylor Swift? <laughs> nah. Taylor Swift oh, versus nice. Kim they Kardashian. Gender, yeah. Taylor Swift, Kim Kardashian. Nah, come on. Kim would kill her. Well, you need the big name. Are we talking about boxing or is this right, like so a free-for-all? A b- boxing match, like a celebrity fight. Okay. Either way, I think Taylor gets killed. Yeah. Uh... Who else? What other females can go head to head? You got to think about feuds, right? So like everybody who's had a feud. So for talking, we're still in the rap game. Doesn't like Neat Mill have like a big feud with Drake? He did. Then they did a song together. All right, so they squashed that. But I sure, I'm sure there's still some bad blood there. You got to think Neat Mill Drake brings in a good uh, 1.2, 1.3 mil, possibly. Right. You get Philadelphia. You're gonna get Toronto. Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers. Hit him with the prenup. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> change it to a boxing analogy, but like. which one? That's what we were just talking. about. That, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, that's the big one. That's our that's our main event. One point four million in the Bronx. Yeah, that's <laughs> that takes place. That's in the Bronx Civic Center. That's where that fight takes place. I think that's that's got to be MSG, no? Mm, no. Barclays Center. Barclays Center. Yeah, you got to go. Uh, Eighteen thousand. You need like Yankee Stadium. You could probably sell out MetLife if you really wanted to. Ninety-six thousand packed in to watch that one. Yeah, you could be in the last row and still have a great view. With the the screens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like their big ass, fight. Their asses are so big. You just you just see everything. It's a big fight from every row. I feel like they would look similar though from f- too far away. You would need the screens because you don't know who's you wouldn't know who's yeah. who. Well, you also need them to be wearing different colors, right? So you get like well, one's always like, red, one's always blue. Yeah, yeah, right. So red gloves, blue gloves. Um, how do you think Tom Hardy would do in a fight? Probably pretty well. He's he's short. He did that uh, warrior movie where he tried to train MMA. Yeah, what does that mean? He probably has some training. Ooh, I got a good one. Now. The market for this might be small, but I think it would be entertaining to watch. Can I guess who you're going towards? Yeah, it's a duo. They would have to have like some kind of a falling out, or if they just wanted to get together and do it for fun. Penn and Teller? No, <laughs> no, I don't know where <laughs> the hell. Small it. market. Penn and Teller. <laughs> Too small. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely smaller than what I had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Penn and Teller. Isn't that like Siegfried and Roy? <laughs> <laughs> if they bring the tiger. Yeah. Well. All right. Thank you, guys. I'll give you one more guess because after Penn and Teller, I can't I'm, give you more than that. I'm thrown off. I don't know. Ben and Matt. Mm. Now, you're going to get the Massachusetts market. 
You're going to lock that down. The whole Cape Cod region is going to be ours. However, I don't See, know if that's going like to resonate elsewhere. The, the two of them, not as big a matchup if you give, like, Matt Damon against, like, uh... Damon versus Damon Pitt. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Even though they're friends also. Hmm. Uh, how do we feel about a little um, Jennifer Aniston versus uh, Lisa Kudrow? Oh, you want to go like an all friends? <laughs> You want an all friends matchup? Okay, <laughs> that's that's an undercard fight, but I like it. I mean, Jennifer Aniston's good enough to be on the main card. It's probably the first fight of the main card. Uh, Lisa Kudrow, though, man, that you're grasping at straws. I don't know if she's good enough. If you I if you told me, I feel Jennifer like she's Aniston funny Courtney though. She would, she would talk really good shit at the press conference. If you could be Courtney Cox, Jennifer Aniston, I could move that up the card. I can make that a co-main. Lisa Kudrow's got that reach though. I feel like she would talk a lot of good shit. I think she on the uh, press conference. She did as Phoebe. I loved her as Phoebe. I just don't know if like she would uh, draw. As a co-main or as a main event fight, I don't know if Lisa Kudrow is. No, yeah, she's not a main event. Neither of them are. You're gonna get the friends base though, and there's a lot of those people out there. Yeah, people who love friends. I'm one of them, (laughs) and there are millions of them out there, and they will tune into that fight absolutely. Who was your original uh, plan for Jennifer? I had uh, Jennifer Aniston, who used to be married to Brad Pitt, with Brad Pitt's other ex-wife, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Okay. Took me a second. Think about that. It's a good one. Like it's too old, old news. If see, like if this was a thing then, yeah. If they were like on the front cover of TMZ, and then I'm gonna fight that bitch. Hmm. Come Saturday, celebrity box. I feel like we need a little veteran flavor in there. Hmm. Let me float this out at you. Let me know what you think. Yeah, George Clooney versus Christopher Walken. That's not veteran. That's AARP card. For walking, yeah. <laughs> maybe I find a little. Maybe I find somebody who's a little more closer to Christopher in age. De Niro. Yeah, De Niro's not bad, but I don't know if De Niro and Walken have ever even, aside from the Deer Hunter. How about Stallone Schwarzenegger? <sighs> mm, maybe, maybe it's not bad. It's not bad. I don't know if Schwarzenegger's ever fought. Rocky versus the Terminator. Not bad. It's marketable. Huge. It's marketable. It's definitely marketable. I'll give you that. I just don't know if Arnold's ever fought. And no. I don't know if Sylvester Stallone and Arnold are really racking them in the way that they used to. This is not 1974 when Rocky like just came out and the Terminator was hot. Yes, but this all, is like, all know, those people, are, they're not I dead. Mean, they're all Realistically, alive. we are 40 years removed from both of their primes. Maybe more. I think there's still uh, a market for them. This has, to me, that has Tyson Jones. Like, he's, he's still doing Rambo movies, you know? Yeah, I don't know how much action he's actually doing himself. But I'm saying there's obviously a market for him. Is there? I don't think those movies do well at all. They probably do pretty well. They keep making them. With the Rambo fan base. They keep making them. We're trying to, like, our, our goal should be no less than a million pay-per-view buys per mm. fight. Or per card. I would like another. Uh, I feel like you gotta. We we're going too many actors. We gotta like diversify a little bit. We gotta get a couple uh, musicians or something in there. Okay. Maybe like a Terrell Owens versus uh, Paul Terrell McCartney. Owens, that... <laughs> 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 I 
you you want T.O. versus Paul. Sir Paul. Sir Paul. I thought you were going to say, like, Sir Paul against Ringo. You know, something that had, like, at least we were on the same page. T.O. No. and Paul. First of all, there's about a 35-year age gap. <laughs> I think Sir Paul is well into his 70s at this point. And T.O. is what? Mid-40s? Yeah, probably. Late forties at best. <laughs> I was just trying. To, I was trying to make sure you were still listening. To Tara me. Owens and Paul McCartney, huh? All right. Just making sure you were still listening to me. I mean, I a- anything with McCartney. <laughs> if you can land McCartney, he's like an introvert though. He doesn't like to do too much. T O forty six. Yeah, Sir Paul. I would say is probably like 77, 78. He's up there. He is seventy eight. Yeah. Yeah. He's up. Thirty two years. Come on now. Thirty two years. Come on now. Um, I think if you're worth eight hundred million, this could put him over the edge, though, to the Billies. This he's not getting two hundred million from fighting T.O. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> put him over the edge. He's not. He's yeah. he's not adding two hundred mil to his net worth if, by no, fighting no, 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 T.O. No. I'm thinking as a marketer because this he's got to have a comeback album to come out with the fight. Also, like he comes out and like to his own song. Like that kind of thing. Is that while he's, while he's walking with the robe, he drops the robe. He drops the robe, and it's like, band on the run. <laughs> uh, and then a tour. Yeah. After he knocks out T.O., yeah. you go on tour. The PMTO tour. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, listen, I think McCartney's a great idea by you because he's super marketable. <laughs> That Beatles fan base, man, they are worldwide. That would be a pay-per-view for the ages if you can land Sir Paul. But I think at 78, you might want to count him out. He might be locked down as a no. Okay. You know who I'd like to see with a little local flavor? Now, I think I could be wrong, but I think both of these men are both the same age. However, one is in severely better shape than the other one. I would want to see Billy Joel versus Bruce Springsteen. Mm. Think that would be interesting? Yeah. I mean, I think Bruce this would goes absolutely back, kick the shit out of him. This goes back to like our almost like the discussion on my birthday. Like, does Billy Joel do numbers outside of New York? Is he a draw? I mean, if you or go by his we're, tours, we're if you go by his tours, he certainly does. Man's been touring around the world for years. He had like a sellout tour in Russia. Probably with the same people that were broadcasting the fight the other day that you had me watching. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Bruce Springsteen is up there in age. I think he's probably about 76, 75. Springsteen? Yeah, look up Bruce. Look how look up how old Bruce is. He's up there. He's definitely up there. 71. 71. Okay, so what's Billy? Billy Joel is... I wrote Billy Joe's. Billy likes to drink orange soda. Miss 71. Is wow, all right. So age-wise, it matches up. Physical-wise, not even close. Bruce, I think, still works out like every day. Jacked, tons of muscles, working out. Looks like he could go five rounds with uh, the fake Roy Jones that fought the other day. I think he would take out Billy, but I think that it would be. We uh, don't even have to discuss if they sell out Madison Square Garden. By far, <laughs> by far, not even close. Not Probably even close. you have to go to MetLife. I think Springsteen's from Jersey, right? Springsteen. They would have to meet in the middle because Billy Met- Joel, the, New York. Met they meet in the, They meet in the middle of New York. MetLife. No, MetLife is Billy's is Bruce's home. Billy's yeah, Long Island. Yeah, but it's just outside the city. Billy's Long Island, so Bruce's Jersey. Square Garden. So you got to meet. In the no, middle. no, no, no. Madison Square Garden is like his arena. It certainly is. So it's it's that's but it's he's not neutral from ter- Long Island. It's not neutral territory though. It used to be when Nassau Coliseum was still a thing. 
Yeah, but uh, Springsteen probably did a lot of shows at the Garden too. But of course, uh, it's it's Billy's arena. He's got every record there. Bruce has a number of his own. If I'm Bruce's side of the bargaining table, I'm like, we we can't do this at the Garden. It's Billy Joel's home. MetLife is Bruce's home. Guy made his career. Okay, so maybe the they got to go Stadium. to like the E-Theater Arena then. Where? <laughs> You're putting this in Abu Dhabi? <laughs> uh, certainly not going to be a lot of local flair from the uh, local Abu Dhabians about this fight. They're not going to be too hype about it. No. I don't know. I I would love to see Elton in a fight because I think Elton could be scrappy. Who do you give Elton? Got to be another gay man, right? Can't can't mix it up. Why? It's not fair. <laughs> Why is it not fair? Because the straight man's going to do things that Elton just won't. Like what? <laughs> I, I don't think Elton's going to. I think like, the gay man's going to do the things that the straight guy won't, and that's church. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. How about if he was alive? I would like to see Elton versus Freddie Mercury in their primes. No, that would be something. Maybe that would be cool. Now, mm, I, I, I wasn't alive during that era, so I can't attest to what numbers it would do. See Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Good movie. But I, I'd i imagine it does pretty well based on that. You see Rocket Man? I haven't seen it yet. Check it out. It's good. I think it would do huge numbers. Queen has a following not to the level of the Beatles and Paul McCartney, but it's big. How about Eddie Murphy versus Chris Rock? Not bad, but again, significant age difference. You really like that. Aren't they close? No. Eddie Murphy is well into his 60s and 70s, and I think Chris Rock is probably in his 50s. Eddie Murphy, 59. Oh, all right. Chris? 55. Oh, wow, all right. Closer than I thought. Doesn't it seem like Eddie Murphy's been around for so much longer than Chris Rock? Yeah, he was really, really young, though. I guess. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's a fight I wouldn't mind seeing. I don't know if it's uh, it's going to draw a ton. See two comedians going. Yeah, not it. now. <clears throat> no. It's not bad. I wouldn't say no to watching it. I would illegally stream it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd crack that one. <laughs> I would illegally stream that bad boy. Um, what about like Russell Brand? Not bad. I like the start you're off to. Um... Hmm. He's actually a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mm. Um, Russell Brand. He's kind of a weirdo. Yeah. Right? He's like a weird dude. I feel like he would be fucking awesome in the ring. Yeah. And I think it, it would be kind of hard to find an opponent for him because he's like, he's very, um. Like he'll bite you? Yeah. I mean, I was going to say more like, <laughs> I don't know exactly what he is. He's an actor, right? But he's not like. Like, I think he's in, like, the music world, too, isn't he? He's, like, connected because he was married to, uh... Who was he married to? He was married to Katy Perry, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so he's kind of involved in the music world as well. So I don't know who you would give him as an opponent. And I like a, him like, in the ring. Too, yeah. Yeah, so, so I, like he's all over the place. Russell Brand, Michael Rappaport. Oh, man, you'd be doing Michael Rappaport a big favor. I'll tell you that. <laughs> He's a big guy. <laughs> you're kind of reviving a dead career there. I don't know what you're getting from Michael Rappaport these days. Um, yeah, that's the kind of celebrity boxing match that we could probably actually attain, you know, because... You're saying us? Yeah. I don't think Michael Rappaport's uh, like know, if fighting we just, off the booking agents these days. If we just, like, slide into either of their DMs, how would you like to fight Russell Brand? Yeah, and you get 
80% of the profits, we keep the other 20, even though we're doing all the work? How does that work? We start celebrity boxing. How are we breaking this down? Well, it depends if we're, like, the production company of it or if we're, like, the promoters. Because what, what are we doing as promoting? You know, no one's watching our feeds. We don't bring anything to the table there. No. No, we don't. But uh, we can handle the production of it. Where are they fighting? Them two? Yeah. Um, Is this all, like... Kimbo Slice's backyard? Yeah, he's not using it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you know. Hori got his start there. Um, <laughs> Magic happens. Yeah. We could talk about this. I don't know where. We'd have to, like, find, like, a vacant arena, right? Like, just find something, rent it out for, like, a Everything's night. vacant right now. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to fight in times of COVID. But Now... Here's the another issue. Wherever you fight, don't they have to get, like, sanctioned by, like, the whatever gaming commission, whatever state it's in? It depends if we're doing it as a pro fight. If you're doing it as, like, a... Celebrity boxing match where it's not... You, you do have to have a sanctioning body, but... Um, yeah, there's there's plenty of those. Okay. Like, they do the rough of, and rowdy. Gotta be a lot of insurance involved, right? Probably. Like, let's say Michael Rapport breaks his neck. Let's, we could pitch it to Barstool. It's the whole rough and rowdy thing. It's what they do already. They don't need us to pitch it to them. They do it. But uh. not with celebrities, right? They're I'm sure they would try. They probably just haven't had any success with it. Mm. All right. It's not a bad pitch. Listen, you get us in the door, I'll go to the meeting with you. I just yeah. I just think they already know what they're doing in terms of If I'm of in the elevator with Prez, that's my... Uh... Yeah, you know, you pitch it to them, and you say, listen, we know you've mastered the rough and rowdy. Have you ever thought about turning the rough and rowdy into... Let me get you know, Russell Brand. And Michael, Michael Rappaport. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the one I lead with. Yeah, two stars. Yeah, I, I definitely lead with, lead with T.O. Paul McCartney. Yeah, and uh, Nikki and Megan. Nikki and well, Nikki and uh, Nikki and Cardi. Nikki and Megan's also that's like the but Nikki and Cardi's the feud. Isn't Nikki it? and Car- Nikki and Cardi. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's a good one. That's the feud. All right, so Nikki and Cardi and <laughs> Nikki and Cardi would have to. It's unbelievable to say, but Nikki and Cardi would have to be the co-main in the in the Paul McCartney T.O. night. You'd, I don't know about you, that. you'd never be able to take Paul McCartney off the main event. You just wouldn't. The guy's been main eventing since he was 19 years old. I don't. I don't know. I, in bars in Liverpool, he was the first one on. He was the last one on. He's it's the main today, event. though. You and you certainly do not want to open up the can of worms with the Beatles fans of putting him on after Nicki Minaj or before Nicki Minaj. And, I don't think you could even Cardi put them B. on the same card. I would have to break that down into two different cards. Those because those are two main event fights. But maybe as like our first pay per view. That's how you grip the people, right? What better way to grip them than with those two fights? <laughs> I mean, that would out that would outsell Tyson Jones by about three million people. You think Easily. it's in the fours? Absolutely. Do you realize the Paul McCartney nuts that are out there? It's like the Elvis people. They're insane. Some of them may they be outraged. This man. You're gonna make him fight at seventy-eight. He's gonna die. Yeah, against a man who's forty years younger than him. But like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> a huge man. Too. Yeah, exactly. Tio's fucking huge. Who's probably on the, on the list of what we were talking about before? Some of the greatest athletes. <laughs> but you know, listen, if it's gonna happen, if Paul signs on, he signs on. Sir Paul. Sir Paul. Um, you want Ringo in his corner too to be his cut man? He's the only one still alive. You're not gonna you're gonna have a hard time getting George and uh, and John. Yeah, I don't think uh, George is coming in there. No. And uh, is Yoko Ono alive? Very much so. She is. Very much so. What's alive, she doing? Yeah. What's she huh? doing in life? I don't know. Living off John's money. Still. 
Still? She, she's getting it? Living off John. Yeah, they were married. He was murdered right in front of her. I didn't know they were fully, like, full-blown married married. They were full-blown married married. In fact, I think they had a kid together. And she was the one who broke them up. Okay, here's a conspiracy, though. People always hate uh, Yoko Ono for that. She told John, you're good at it. You, you don't need them. You All her husbands, on. dead. Short, yeah. short lives. You think Yoko is taking them out? Maybe Yoko should be on the match. Maybe we should call her up and interview her. I don't want anything to do with her. Look at the, what happened to those other guys. They all thought it would be a good idea to call her, too. <laughs> Married four times to three different people. Mm-hmm. Any of them uh, murdered other than John? Mm, I don't know who these two are, are, so let's look. Anthony Cox. How'd he die? I'm going to pull it up right now. Hit me with it. If it's a murder, I'm I'm going to start to get suspicious. That's like cyanide or something. I'm trying to find it. Got to watch out for Yoko, man. <laughs> oh. Okay. He, no, I was reading him wrong. He's not dead. Okay. Poor Anthony. We apologize. It was the... Uh, the time they were married. <laughs> okay, so it ended. So I thought. So in that case, she, what do you think? Dead. They were married. He was five years old when he got killed. <laughs> How I, long were they together? <laughs> I, just, I just misread it. <laughs> All right. So he was married to Yoko Ono in 1974. He was dead in 78. So he was four years old. Okay. So bo- <laughs> both her other husbands are both alive and well. Uh, okay, all right. So none of them are dead, aside from John. <laughs> no, okay. That was quite a turn. But one we, of them uh, did get murdered. Yeah, there's no arguing that. There's no arguing the fact that one of them got murdered. And it was, uh, what was the name of that book? What's the name of the book you read in, like, high school? Uh, the book that the crazy guy... Oh, the guy who murdered him? Yeah. Um, With Holden Caulfield. The Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, what was the name of the guy who murdered him? Do we know that? Ruby? No, that was the guy who shot uh, yeah, Oswald. Jack Ruby killed Oswald, yes. Um, who killed John Lennon? John Lennon. Great actor, by the way. Did you see Forrest Gump? <laughs> no possessions, either? Uh, murdered by... You want to take a guess? Do you know the answer, or do I just throw it out at you? It's not coming to my head. Mark David Chapman. I do know that name, yep. Yep. That's it. Mark David Chapman. You always know, like, the, the assassinators. With the three names. Always. Always have three names. Three names. Mm-hmm. Not Jack Ruby, though. Jack Ruby was not a... Jack William Ruby? Could be. Sounds right. I have no idea. Lee um, Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, John Warnock Hinckley attempted to kill Reagan. Did not work. Uh, John Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes Booth. Great shotter. Great shot. No, I mean, he really didn't have much work to do. He came up right behind old Never Abe. Missed. And yeah, he didn't miss. Uh, wild conspiracy. I don't know if we've talked about that. You know, the, at the time that Abe was killed, his bodyguard was down the block at the bar? Well, yeah, that time was normal. Like, no one had been assassinated yet. Yeah, I get that, but, like, He was on. just chilling watching a movie. He was watching his granddaughter's play. Yeah. Or his niece's or the- play. Yeah, Something well, that like was, that. you know. They didn't have movies, obviously. No. He actually didn't die until a little while later. You've seen all like the comparisons between Kennedy and Lincoln? 
Well, Kennedy actually like admired Lincoln a lot, and when. But you've never seen the side by side comparisons amongst their death. Well, I know Kennedy specifically requested that his funeral be like Lincoln's. Well, okay. With I'll, the horse carrying the. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull all this up. The coffin. If you've never heard any of this, he specifically requested that. Okay, hold on one second. Um, I think he said that to um, to Jackie when they went to visit um, Arlington Cemetery, visiting somebody else. I forget who they were visiting, but he said, "You know, I want to be buried here, and I want my funeral to be like Lincoln." <coughs> okay. And then a year so, later, he was dead. Lincoln was elected to Congress in 1846. Kennedy elected to Congress in 1946. Kennedy uh, elected president in 1960. Lincoln 1860. The names Lincoln and Kennedy each have seven letters. Both were particularly concerned with civil rights. Both wives lost their children while in the White House. Uh, both presidents were shot on a Friday. Both were shot in the head. Lincoln's secretary, Kennedy, warned him not to go to the theater. Kennedy's secretary, Lincoln, warned him not to go to Dallas. Both were assassinated by Southerners. Both were succeeded by Southerners. Both successors were named Johnson, Andrew Johnson, and Lyndon Lyndon. Johnson. 1808 and 1908 were... Andrew Johnson was born in 1808. Lyndon Johnson born in 1908. Wilkes Booth born in... Pop up... 1839, Oswald born in 1939. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. And there's more. Uh, both assassins were known by three names. Um, both names are comprised of 15 letters. Booth ran from the theater and was caught in a warehouse. Oswald ran from warehouse and was caught in a theater. Booth and Oswald were assassinated before their trials. Wow. That's big time. That's a lot. That's big time. Pretty wild. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the warehouse thing, though. Lee Harvey Oswald was at the Texas School Book Depository. Is that a warehouse? Yeah. Okay. It's. I know he was caught. It, it wasn't there. like a real library. It's where they store store a bunch all of books. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, you know, the basically, the years wise, it's they were on the same path just a hundred years later. And also, uh, Lincoln was in. Right. Some. Was it called the Ford Theater? Yeah, he got murdered in the Ford Theater. Yeah. And then Kennedy was in a Ford? I think it was something like that. Oh, okay, like driving by? Mm-hmm. No, the car that he was murdered in. Yeah, driving yeah. driving by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you one of these conspiratorialists where you think that it was somebody else with Lee Harvey or maybe not even Lee Harvey? Or are you like, nah, it was Lee Harvey Oswald? I don't know if you've like done a deep dive into this stuff. I've I done, have. I've done a lot of deep dives into it's it. It's fascinating. Really yeah, I've does. done a lot of deep dives into it. Um, hell of a shot. Definitely a hell of a shot. Hit him twice at a moving moving do- target. Very doable though. They've they've tested it's very doable. Yeah, definitely doable. Um there's just so much so many weird things that went with it too. Like even the route like presidential motor um cades aren't supposed to ever make 90 degree turns. He made mm-hmm. like four of them. Yeah, you'll also never see a presidential motorcade with no roof again, either. Yeah. Well, something like that had never happened before. No. But even then, you should probably think this is not a good idea. And then there's all, like, the pictures of, like, people who look like they're from the future, and those, uh, what do you call them? The three homeless dudes that one of them was an actual CIA agent. Really? Yeah. 
near the area when he got killed? Was one of the like the witnesses that got interviewed. He was a CIA agent? Full-blown CIA agent, yeah. So what is that? What's the conspiracy behind that? That it was like the government was in on it. So he was a CIA agent posing to be a homeless guy? Yeah. It's a little weird, no? Yeah, why would he do that? Why would he do that? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. And the, we'll never know. That's I don't basically think what it comes out there to. was a, the uh, the whole grassy knoll thing has been like way debunked. I'll say this too. He uh, he had like a death wish too, though. Like he was never safe about anything. No, he didn't care about any of that stuff. He was like, nah, you listen, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, and it did. But well, people close to him also said that he had, he knew that he was gonna. He was die like out. fascinated with it. He was like fascinated with the idea of death. He used to talk about it all the time. He also made a lot of people mad. Like, he was one of the presidents who was the most loved president of our time. Not our time, obviously, but the most president, the most loved president of all time and the most hated president of all time. As much as he made great strides for a lot of people, there were a ton of people who hated him and wanted him gone. And, I mean, you could go the mafia wanted him gone. The Cubans did not like him. The Russians Yeah, he did wanted not to like get him. rid of the... Uh... Uh, what do you call it? The money. The, uh, where all the money comes from. Like the Fed? The Federal Reserve. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He made a lot of people angry. A lot of people angry. Did not like the, the mob, like, almost helped, really, the mob got him elected. Which is crazy. And then, um, you know, he kind of, like, went against them and ended up going after a bunch of them with his brother. Uh, just wild stuff. Wild stuff. Yeah. E. Howard Hunt, that's the guy's name. Um, the homeless CIA guy? Yeah, they, they went down like on the record as the three tramps. Mm-hmm. It was the three homeless dudes. But he was an American intelligence officer. Hunt served as the officer in the Central Intelligence Agency, particularly in the United States' involvement in regime change in Latin America. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Very. Very interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's just like a rabbit hole we can go down and we'll, ne- we'll never get out. Yeah. Good stuff, though, today, Billy. Good Long stuff. One. Celebrity boxing. Maybe this is our new venture. Maybe. We're always coming up with new stuff. I kind of like the celebrity boxing idea, though. I feel like that's a market we that had, people we had some would good actually matchups. enjoy. We had some good matchups. Yeah, I mean, the challenge is obviously getting these, uh, these celebrities to agree to our matchups, but... You know, anybody could just put pen to paper and be like, oh, this will be good. I got a matchup for you. Ooh, what do you got? Bring Damon back into this. Okay. Johnny Chan. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, we'd probably have better luck getting Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. If, although Johnny Chan's a big Vegas guy. You know, maybe if he's in town, he throw, comes in, he throws a couple punches, bada bing, bada boop, he walks away with $2 million. <laughs> he's a big money guy. Right. He'd probably bet on himself. He would probably bet on himself. Although I would probably bet on Matt Damon. Thousand percent. Right. He'd beat him once. <laughs> he could beat him beat again. Beat him again. <laughs> That's a good matchup. It's not bad. We In Atlantic to... City? Vegas. That's where their Vegas. original duel was. Vegas. Yeah. It's gotta be Vegas. It's gotta be Vegas. Yeah. That kind of fight. Johnny Chan involved in Vegas. It's Vegas. Matt Damon's not bringing But much the storyline of it. That's, that was in the movie the where... Yeah, I know where uh, you're going with that. You know, it's like, okay, that took Taj. place in Atlantic City, the Taj Mahal, bada-bing, bada-boop. 
but Johnny Chan outside of the movie is synonymous with Vegas. So, World Series of Poker champ. You just like giving people home field advantage, too. That's why you're putting Billy Joel in MSG. I don't think if they wrestled in Siberia, I think it would be the same home field advantage for Johnny Chan. <laughs> I don't think Johnny Chan has a home field advantage anywhere, to be honest with you. <laughs> I really don't. Ring. In fact, I think right. that 95% of the crowd will be from Matt Damon. <laughs> with the exception, it's almost like when Jeremy Lin was super successful. I'm definitely not rooting for him because he never answered Rich's tweets or DMs. No. I don't even know if, the, to be fair, I don't even he know He can get it. knocked the fuck out. He very well may. To be fair, though, I don't know if that was him running his account, so I can't really put that on him. I got another good one. Damon Stiller. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad. All right, we're, get, we're, get, we're getting You could do this all day long. <laughs> I, I, all day long. I There's a couple that we, that we hit... on a couple we're off to a nice roll and now we'll see if we can lock down uh sir paul oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right we can wrap up this episode <laughs> brought to you not live <laughs> but pre-recorded that's right in my spare <laughs> You done? I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, All right, episode twenty-three in the books. Twenty-three is a great number. One of my favorite numbers. Great number. Great number. Very good. Very good roulette number. number too. Yeah. Hammer that home. We should go to Atlantic City or like a casino again sometime soon. I gotta recover from the last one. Yeah, give it a couple months, but maybe <laughs> when the weather gets nice, we'll uh, we'll go again. Twenty-three, good number. Episode twenty-three in the books. Everywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify. SoundCloud, Google Podcasts. I mean, if you're listening to this part already, iTunes. then um, you already did that portion of it, so yeah. it's almost redundant. But I mean, yeah. it's redundant every single time I do that. Like, right? comment, like, subscribe, rate us, mm. all that stuff. Share us, all that. Follow fun us stuff. on Instagram. Send us what Twitter. your what your celebrity matchups would be. I, yeah, I'm definitely curious. send us definitely send us some uh, celebrity. I'm matchups. curious to see what people think. There's definitely some feuds out there that we're forgetting too. So I'll, you know, hopefully the. Uh, the fan base gets to us and lets us know a few. We're definitely missing a few uh, few feuds. Yeah, like a Janet Jackson versus... Uh, Timberlake for ripping her titty out? Yeah, I think that's the best thing that's happened to her in the last couple decades. I mean, it's not even close. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. When you think of Janet Jackson, what's the first thing you think of? Uh, her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Timberlake did her a favor. All right, episode 23 in the books. We will see you next time. 